If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Okay, so you're an influencer and you get invited to go to this like uh, beautiful island and you meet the guy that's like kind of in charge of the whole thing. And he's like kind of um, I'm having trouble coming up with some good qualities. Um, He's really ambitious and um, you guys hit it off and uh, he tells you that he's doing this for a fi- for a for a music festival and that like oh it's going to be so great and then you're like oh great I can't wait to like do the actual festival you go to the festival it isn't really what you thought it would be but he's there and so you get to continue your relationship with him kind of like you're like you keep canoodling with him but then also you're like angry because this is like really bad like this is not at all what you thought it would be, but you know what? You decide to stick it out. You decide to just keep dating him, and then he gets arrested, and you put together the bail to get him out, and then he's out, and then he's like, I have a plan, and you're like, what? Like, I just feel like things haven't been really going great for your plans, and he's like, let's do uh, more fraud, (laughs) and you are like, Ah, okay. uh, uh, but you know what? You you decide to keep going with it because you are just living like you're like on a wave of happiness and like things just keep somehow they just keep working out. And then uh, he like makes you start like writing emails to people and like calling them or he, he asks you to do it. Do you stay with him? <laughs> This is Same Day Shipping, the show where we geek out over real love and fake relationships. 
My name is Patrick. My name is Kelly. My name's Ryan. My name is Colin. So can you stay with Fire Festival Man? Billy. Billy. I this is like what? No. <laughs> no. No, no, no. But I mean you, you've been on this ride yeah, for this. For you can make for a, a mistake every point. day and then wake up in the morning and realize you're gonna stop making that mistake. Uh, this that's a really is a, good quote. Wow. Holy I like that a lot. You can make a mistake every day and then wake up in the morning and decide you're just not gonna make a mistake. <laughs> Holy shit. That's like Sorry. you can tell someone that that's like on the brink of like my life is worthless. Like you could be like you can make a mistake. Seriously, Ryan, that's some Tony Robbins this, shit. I, I, I think been, I should be an influencer. Here's the thing. so I can meet Billy, <laughs> <laughs> date him for years, date him for years through Fire Festival. I thought she met him after. No, she meets him. No, no, no. I'm just making up a random oh, okay, person. okay, because he has a girlfriend. That's the part that's annoying to me. Mm. I am he has, sorry. He has a girlfriend? Oh, you have not watched Hulu, have you? No, I only watched parts okay. of Hulu where his pupils are so big and he is definitely coked out. He's coked oh, out. totally. And he's, he got paid like a quarter million dollars. To do the to do the Hulu thing? He yeah. hated what? doing the Hulu thing. It did not like, every go second. his way. <laughs> it nope. didn't. Yeah, it was like, no, not it, flattering. It's so weird. They didn't ask him questions that made him look very good. No. I, I only saw parts. I didn't hear about the girlfriend part. I only saw the parts where um, like a lot of the questions just to him. Yeah. Um, no, he post Firefest meets a beautiful blonde lady. What? And she is his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. They fall in love. But she he doesn't, as far as we know, I don't think he asked her to commit any frauds. I no, think he commits that second round of fraud his own self. He, does, yeah, he, he, he asked that guy Frank to do it. Uh, yeah, oh, he does. He's like, fraud Frank, later. come over <laughs> and like, she is just a fraud with me. Yeah, yeah, she's just a beautiful girl. I think she's a girl who, and I've been watching a lot of 90 Day Fiance too. <laughs> I think she's a woman who likes a man to give her money and take care of her. Or to like to be that Here's guy who's like going to take her to a nice you know dinner. What? You're you're no you're you're so I don't correct. Yeah, but the girl that you described, this, this person, <laughs> I hope she and I don't have much in common. I mean, I think she, she is a frauder too. Yes, she's, she's into a, it. Yeah, she's yeah. in it. She's into it. So then she's like, yeah, just stick she's with Bonnie it. and Clyding with him. No, you see, that's a no. totally different thing. If I'm into fucking doing frauds as well, this is a perfect relationship because not only do I get to do, like play along with all mm-hmm. of his frauds. Any frauds that I do when it starts to like look a little sketchy, yep. the ice is right a little so schmucky that he's, he'll just yeah, he's a total scapegoat. I could just send but, him to jail for another ten years. But now and that yeah. there I'm are like two free on my frauds. But now that there are two movies about him, isn't it going to be harder for him to fraud people again? Well, he I mean, was he was frauding after the Firefest. Right, but now there are these movies, is what I'm saying. Well, I, I think here's the thing: there are. Well, is he banned? From being a CEO, he's currently in jail. So he's currently in jail. That's my understanding. And he's he only is... going to be there for six years, probably less. Mm-hmm. And he is banned from this show, right? We're from never going to have same day shipping. From oh, same day shipping, no, we'll shit. have him on. Well, <laughs> we have an open door policy, right? So if anyone, and also we <laughs> have to come no in. guests ever. <laughs> yeah, I was kidding about the open door. We don't even invite most of the people we love onto the yeah. show. <laughs> we tried it a couple of times, and then we're like, eh, nah. Yeah, we like us. Um, uh, I, I think so. Yeah, he could come. He, he can come. <laughs> he can, he come can come outside Kelly's apartment and call up to us, mm-hmm. like hot takes. Here's the thing: I don't want to be around him if he's going to tell us about awesome shit. Because well, like, I don't want to just be polite while you fucking lie about awesome shit the whole time. I have no interest in interacting with him in any way. Right. Honestly, me neither. I think I've now I've seen enough of him. Um, what if he's a huge Roswell fan? But like, legitimately, he's not making it up. 
and he just and he's like respect the show. Is, is there just, such a thing for him though of like liking something but not making it up? Like he's yeah, all, I feel no. like he, he's I feel like fake. he can't. I've I feel only, like he can't actually like anything except like status. Well, he likes things that I think he's a hedonistic. Like I think he likes okay. doing drugs. Hmm. He likes to ride motors. Like uh, what oh, call well, those jet, jet skis. skis, which I don't think when he's on the jet ski, he's like, if no one's taking a picture of me on this jet ski, it's not worth being on this jet ski. I think he's getting joy from um, the jet skiing. Do you remember when he would like <laughs> be like brainstorming about mm-hmm. what they have to do at Firefest and then get overwhelmed and just like go ride a jet yeah. ski? And then, <laughs> I love and, that. And then like come back and be like, sorry, I've got fun. all these ideas. That's so nice. Amazing. I'm going to start doing that instead of like, um, like excusing myself to go have a cigarette mm-hmm. when I need a break. I'm gonna go use a jet ski instead. Just get a little quad. Yeah, yeah. And I go think like quad, yeah. quad around yeah, I think the city. We go yeah. do some donuts in the parking I, lot I real quick. That's great idea. Con. Isn't that awesome? I think we support that. Thanks, guys. Just because you wake up and make a mistake every day doesn't mean you can't wake up another day and, <laughs> and then and realize like I need to be I need to be jet skiing yep. more. I love it. Um. Damn, I thought I had to. I, I had no, a segue you know and then it slipped drinks. away. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. He do, does. Are drink. you going to talk about oh, the he toast? Does drink. They do a toast. Oh my god! Oh, the t- yeah. I hate that toast. What What do they oh, call god. it when you like uh, have all the champagne? <laughs> oh, when you pop like, champagne? No, popping, it's popping champagne tops off. Popping sounds right, but it's like popping, popping something else. Oh, marrying popping. No, no, no. <laughs> That's right. We're talking Mary Poppins return ships today. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lynn Manuel Miranda with everybody, y'all. <laughs> Woo! No, I want Dick Van Dyke with everybody. Dick oh my Van god, Dyke. old man Dick Van Dyke with everyone. Yeah, I mean young, old. Yeah, all of it. Uh, anyway, the entire spectrum I'm of a, Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, a Van Dyke. Head. We are talking about bottle ships because ships be in a bottle. Bottles. Ships in a bottle. Ships in a bottle. Or bot, yes. which could mean anything because we did not. Again, we don't define the ships; we name them. That is not yes. our job. Is not in the definitions. I, uh, one of my favorite things about this is that Colin named this Colin, right? You named the yes, ship Colin yes. um, like a month and a half ago. Mm. And we are just getting around to actually doing it now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've all been sitting with the idea of what a bottle ship is for weeks. Yes. I'm very excited to hear what everyone came up with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what, what do you guys got? <laughs> <laughs> I can go first. Okay. Um, how familiar are you guys with, the Metroid series. Ooh. Barely. Okay, great. Um, so the main, the protagonist in the Metroid games is Samus Aran, a badass bounty hunter chick who you don't know is a lady in the first game that you're playing until mm-hmm. at the very end, she takes off her helmet and you're seven years old and you're like, whoa, I've been playing as a girl the whole time. This is great. Um, so Samus has a, a very like uh, Ellen Ripley like relationship with the Metroids in, in that game. Right. Um, So like a very alien to Ellen Ripley uh, relationship in that there is one that she looks at as like her child, even though it's like this evil blood sucking alien thing. Um, And uh, through, through the course of these games in like the, the the chronology on them is, is all fucked up, but the in the penultimate one, chronologically speaking, um, which is called Metroid Other M, she gets like baby crazy, um, and like she, it's the the game is not at all subtle with its baby imagery. So like she stumbles upon a a bottle ship that um has like, a is it a like spaceship? a spaceship like a spaceship. 
that shaped looks like, like a, a baby, baby bottle. bottle. Like yeah. a baby bottle? Like a baby so it's bottle. literal how bottle could it, how, could, how could it be shaped that way? Well, it it's got a big exactly rubber nipple like on a, it. <laughs> no, it looks like a tube. It looks like a, yeah, but they call it a bottle ship. Okay. And like she remarks that the, uh, the distress signal on it is called a baby's cry because it's uh, gets as much attention as like a distress signal could, which like mm-hmm. that's all that's what a fucking distress signal would be. Like, I don't think you need to. I like ni- the soothing ones. Yeah. We're, we're just mm-hmm. like, mm, I just cuddle up. Um, but so at the end of the Metroid. So that's that's my that's my into yeah. the into bottle ship. Um, and at the end of the Metroid series, at the end of Metroid Fusion, um Samus, who is, uh, you know, an intergalactic bounty hunter who works pretty closely with like the, the military, um, by the end of Metroid four, she's like done working with them. She's like a fugitive because she's, uh, trying to rescue the, the Metroids and all these other like alien creatures. Um, she's a little bit baby crazy. Things have gotten like dark and intense. And so that's Samus. She is on the run from the galactic military, um, having betrayed them. So who does she encounter? In, in deep space, who's going to help her get over her uh, baby issues and maybe just like calm things down a bit. She runs in to the Milano and hooks up with Star-Lord, who can what? just be... What? Yeah. What? Star-Lord and Samus Aran is my bottle ship. Whoa. Now, where Peter is... Quill. Whoa. Where is... What Star Lord is this, and what is going on with him? Well, this is because there's different versions. There's different. Right. I mean, I, I'm basically going like post uh, Guardians one, like between Guardians Volume One and Two in the MCU. So he's already had his switch flipped by Gamora for a badass like fighter lady, right? And he's still ready to. Uh, but like the the important part to me is that he can help her, like. Detach a little bit. She she needs needs this. She needs like a funny boy. Yeah. And like he can be her funny boy. But is she going to let her? Well, is she going to let her? Is her need to have a child at this point going to be a problem because Star Lord can't handle that kind of? Well, so here, here's the thing: I don't know that she needs like a literal human child. She oh, needs she a boyfriend child. No, 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 no. Not, not, not where I was going. Oh. Um, but she needs she needs like a little monster that Wait, is what? because Hold she's bonded. On. She's bonded with okay, this so baby what is Metroid. The monster? It's a baby Groot. Baby Groot can do it. She can just have a baby Groot. All right. Gamora would be real bummed if Star-Lord brought his new badass girlfriend to live on the I ship and do adventures. she'd probably be okay, though. Because I, I think she would just move on and she'd probably find someone who's like, She you would know, bury it. She yeah. would bury it. She'd probably get more serious about trying to get the Infinity Stones. And Which honestly, maybe that would, would be have good. probably yeah. helped yeah. everybody out. Yeah. Yeah. So we're all better off. Right. She needs to focus. Samus Aran needs to relax. Huh. Yeah. That. She just needs to kick kick her feet up and take off her helmet every once in a while. Right. Normally <laughs> she white get that damn hair. helmet. Yeah. Flow in the zero suit Samus. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, the only Samus action I've had is playing Smash. Yeah. And- Same as these. Um, that's pretty pretty darn good bottle ship there, Patrick. They all you. were yeah. like, whoa! I did not expect it. That was cool. That was cool. Um, For my bottle ship, Mm. I went with um, the classic television concept of the bottle episode. Yes. Yes. Which is like you take some of your main characters and you trap them in a situation. Like the cliche is it's an elevator that stops Mm -hmm. or, you know, uh, locked in a freezer happens, I believe, in. 
Keenan and Cal, which is a great, uh, great example. But the one I actually found to go with, even so I set out to find a bottle episode and mm-hmm. ship it. And the one I found is a very non-traditional bottle episode. Go but on. It has some of my favorite ships and some of my favorite anti-ships all rolled into one. What? Oh, yes. I thought I knew what this was, but I think I was wrong. This is Battlestar Galactica Season 3, Episode 9, Unfinished Business. Now, this is the episode. Season, okay. This is, I think, probably the best episode of the series. It's the one where they set up a boxing ring below deck. Oh, yeah. And it's like this tradition among the Battlestar crews that if you take off your tags mm-hmm. and throw them in the bucket, then anyone can challenge you to box. Rank doesn't matter. Yep. Status doesn't matter. It's like, we're going to we're gonna blow off all mm-hmm. the steam imaginable right here in this boxing ring. Yes. So the boxing ring is like the bottle you get these interesting yeah. it has a, it has i mean you're gonna say this it has flashbacks so many so, yeah, flashbacks it's like, <laughs> so much happens so in flashbacks part of when people make bottle episodes part of the reason especially in traditional sitcoms is Save because money. it's so yeah it's so much cheaper because yep. you only need one set and you don't have to do anything yeah this was probably not the cheapest episode of battlestar galactica no probably not at all <laughs> there's a lot um it's got well new caprica's all exteriors that's true so it's all exteriors of New Caprica and then the boxing ring CG. set. Uh, right. No, there's I guess not probably even for them, any... there's because there's no there's no dog fights in space, which is probably right. the most expensive and thing. And there's no Cylons like walking around no. or anything. It might be a fairly cheap episode for that show. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched it in a while. Yeah, yeah. Aren't aren't a lot of the uh the like scenes also with like Starbuck the the flashbacks like at night. Why am I remembering this? Well, because yes. it's a it's a part. It's like the their version of Fourth of July. What mm. I can't remember Independence Night or something. I can't remember. Like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, we cut the corners off our flag, whatever they call it. <laughs> and also every octagon. goddamn piece of paper. <laughs> yeah, everything or everything's a hexagon. No, it's just a regular square with one corner cut off. Uh, okay, everything insane. Oh uh, God. I love that show. I do um, So what? Yeah, so I, hexagon. It's um, been forever since I revisited it. Okay, so well, I can just it. go through this because honestly, like there's it. so many anti ships. Lay, lay it on me. Let's First remember. I wonder Battlestar. if one of my ships is going to be one of your anti ships. Well, this is this is I, yeah. So okay, let's hear. This, this is show wide for me, and it uh, is really brought out in this episode, and we really see it. Um, my biggest anti ship of the series is Starbuck and Lee Amadama. Fuck them. They don't fucking deserve each other. They don't deserve happiness of any kind. Well, but that's also, did- what the episode Unfinished Business is about. Yeah. How they're both broken. They'll destroy other people, but they can never stop being in that thing. That like, doesn't mean I have to ship it just because the show is telling me this information. Also, did well, you no, call him Lee Amadala? He did. It was weird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he also, the last episode, said Gleam. Instead of gleaned it, and I, oh. I thought about that for a while. Like, <laughs> like, oh, you gleamed it, and I was like, shiny. It is shiny. <laughs> that's how you know. Uh, oh. I, I feel like that's a good anti ship because this show keeps like putting them into like, it. I think it keeps setting up, setting them up as a ship that you want to care about, and then like giving you permission to not. And it has the whole like post coital screaming into the night. Uh, I love the Adama. I love the Adama. That moment, uh, which I did not care for at all. It felt so. I, 
I love this episode. Yeah. So I don't feel like anything they do is a bad character move in this episode. So Oh, sure. So like, yeah, it's it's obnoxious, but people in love are obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Especially ones who think they don't have to deal with consequences of their problems. Like right. Lee and Kara, even even if the world didn't end, is a horrible idea. She was in love with his brother. Mm-hmm. She got his brother killed. They have very many issues. Like they were never, there's no world where they have, a ha- yeah. there's no such thing as a happily ever after. There's no actual opportunity for them to be happy because they're fundamentally like uh, incompatible humans. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of happy ever, happily ever after, another ship that I have from this episode is uh, Chief and Callie. And we get to see... You don't like Chief and Callie? Oh, my God. You both just, just rolled her people. eyes yeah, she so did. hard at her. I over her eyes so much. What is wrong with Callie you? Callie is a piece of shit person. She is not She's a piece a of shit. She's a jerk. She is not. She's not heroic. You are she crazy. She wants credit from everyone for just being semi-brave sometimes. Oh, my she God. She traps Chief in that relationship. Oh, you He's are the worst, He's still thinking about Boomer all the time. Oh, I'm just... He can't have Boomer. Boomer's dead, and she was a gosh darn uh, God's damn fly- Cylon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my mind here. I can't believe you Mogi. like Callie. I, I love just... Callie. <laughs> oh. She's down to earth. She's fucking lame. She's a good mom. She's a good wife. She's a fucking good companion for him. A good employee. She's a decent, loving person, and she treats him well. What she's else? Small-minded. She... She's racist. I... What against Cylons? Yes, the Cylons are robots. I'm Open racist against mind. Cylons. He is. He hates robots. I do not like the Cylons. I was telling him I'm excited about self-driving cars, and he did not enjoy that. No, I'm not behind self-driving cars either. Why not? Because they lead to Cylons. I don't know if that's true. I think it might be. He's afraid of the Those Cylon Raiders fly themselves, don't they? Had to start somewhere. Yeah, but they got like brains inside them, and you can like dig into their brain and fly them around by pulling Mm -hmm. on their brain cords. You don't think Elon has a fucking bunch of jars with brains in them at his fucking compound? Yeah, but that's just for decor. Oh, <laughs> that's kind of cool. <laughs> I like it All for right, decor. Okay, I got to hear the rest of this from you because I'm just... I mean... <sighs> so your ship of the episode is Callie and Chief. Yes, your Callie. anti-ship in this episode that is probably like every Lee Kara shipper's favorite episode is the anti <laughs> Lee yes. Kara. Which I'm like, I am shocked. I this episode brings... I don't understand. Okay, and then I also I'm had... gonna guess, and I hope that we're aligned with this. I think we are. Okay, that you also enjoy drunk Roslyn and Chief Adama. Yes. Okay. Phew. Yes, Admiral Adama and Roslyn are OTP of that series, hundred percent, and they do have a lovely. Drunk or not night. drunk? Maybe they're high. That don't they like they smoke? Sweet. They smoke weed with the corner cut off. four and a half little prongs coming off the leaf um no yeah they they smoke a joint and they talk about like building a house together on new caprica and it's all very tragic because the whole episode is like is this when she's like cancery uh she's in remission at this point okay i think in season three if i'm remembering correctly um but the whole thing is like you know, if you've seen the series, they find they're in search of a planet and they find one and it's New Caprica and they think it can be their home, but then ultimately it can't be. Yeah. And nothing gold can stay. 
and they have to return to their nomadic life aboard the spaceship. Man, what a cool fucking turn for that series. Like, oh my gosh. Where like, they achieve their goal halfway through it, mm-hmm. and then they're like, oh, wait, our goal sucked. Yeah. It, well, the goal remains the same. It just, right, yeah, yeah. They failed. They thought they succeeded, mm-hmm. but it didn't work out. Um, so, yeah, Callie and Chief thought that, like, uh, Adama grants Chief a life on New Caprica instead of saying mm-hmm. on the ship. He thinks he's going to raise a family with Callie on a planet. Uh, Adama starts to think like, oh, I can maybe like be with um, Rosalind in a real way and we can have a home mm-hmm. and a life together. And then when it doesn't work out, boom, everyone gets smashed back into this little box. Yeah. The squared circle of the boxing ring. And all this shit has to come out. And the best fight of the episode um starbucks and lee's is super fucking cool great fight and Mm -hmm. they get a lot of their bullshit out um tragic for their spouses uh yeah that's part of what's really i mean that's part of why it's like i get not rooting for them to be together Uh but i still find their dynamic compelling at at least at that point in the series i think that's all i mean by anti-ship mogi is i don't want them to be together Okay, you don't mean you don't want them to interact anymore. Like, no, I'm, I love that. We're show. like, see that because how I feel about like Callie and Chief. If at a certain point in the first season, Callie, I don't know, got into an airlock accidentally, and a button got pushed, <laughs> that would please me more than her being on the show anymore. You're the fucking worst. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when go. I say anti-ship, I mean literally. I never want to see those two people gotcha. interact. No, I just don't want them to. I just don't want them to be together. We have well, to have the get drama. Your wish, um, wow. Kelly, yeah. you got a bottle ship? Yeah. Okay. Well, I have, I have, I have a ship, and then I have an anti ship. Mm. Okay, my ship is. I mean, I feel like it's so obvious. Um, it's my favorite episode in television at all. It's the suitcase from yeah. Mad Men, and it's the episode where uh, basically Peggy is staying late at the office to work on her birthday and uh she and and it and it's just the, them basically stuck there working all night trying to like finish this thing before tomorrow for that before the next day and instead of going into the romantic thank god um they like truly like empathize and yeah, they identify each with yeah. each other and uh, they have the, it's the iconic line of her saying, you never say thank you. And it's him saying, that's what the money is for. And then you kind of just get exactly who those people are in that moment. Um, and they uh, um, she sees him break down uh, when he thinks that she's not looking at him because he finds out that um, uh, th- this woman that he loved uh, has died. And he cries at the um at his desk and she just is like watching him. And then um, there's also just like that encapsulates to me, like the perfect TV relationship. Yeah. And the perfect expression of those two characters too. Yes. And to see them both, like just how do they deal with problems? Who are they when they're at their worst and who are they when they think that they're at their best? Mm -hmm. Um, And then I have an anti-ship. Okay. Which is, there is an episode of, uh, and it's arguably a good episode uh, of Bewitched. Ah. Where. <laughs> going way back for this Darren one. breaks his ankle or sprains his ankle going down the stairs. Mm-hmm. And 
Uh, instead of having to like wait on him hand and foot, she uh, enchants the house so that it can like do magic for him uh, okay. to, to get around the whole like mortals aren't allowed to do magic yeah. thing. And he becomes just like, I'm going to quit my job. He just becomes very like greedy and like, oh, wow. Um, oh, now that he knows he has magic house, he's like, I don't right. need to do anything. Exactly. He's like, we're invincible. We can rule the world kind of thing. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's he so that doesn't sound like Darren at yeah. all. Here's the thing. It's because all of his anti-magic, all of his, all of that stuff comes from the fact that she's more powerful than him, um, oh. which makes me hate him more than I've always hated him because his <laughs> whole thing is no magic in the house, no magic in the house, no magic in the house. Always, always, always. Yeah, she shouldn't have married him. She never should have married him. She is way better than him. She's mm. the, she's one of the best. She's one of the best. She's great. And he is a wet gym sock that fell in a puddle. And works in advertising. Yeah, and he's an ad guy. <laughs> wow, a- two of them. Both my shows yeah. involved ad people. Yeah. He's a madman. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he is a madman. So you he, take the yeah. side of uh, of mother in yes, mother. the series. Well, and guess what? In this series, so he's all confident, or in this episode, he's all confident. He's like being kind of like, not great. Mm-hmm. She says his name right in this episode. Oh, because normally she purposely did I call calls him, him like. Did I call him the wrong name? Darren. Darren, right? She calls him Daryl. Uh, I don't know what she calls A variety him. of names. I think, I think she, she calls, calls him, him a bunch Dundred of... at some point. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, it's Samantha. Samantha and Darren. Darren. Yeah. Um, can I ask how that's a bottle ship? They're in the house the whole time. Ah, got it. Got it's it. a bottle, bottle, bottle episode. episode. Got it. And directed by a female director. That's awesome. Yeah. And it nice. stands out as like one of the best episodes of the series. Nice. I don't have too many fond memories of watching Bewitched. I know I watched a bunch of it like on, on Nick at Night. Me too. I watched it with my mother. Hmm. What's this, when is this one? What's this one called? A is for Aardvark. Okay. Hmm. Um, and it is a season one episode, I believe. Mm. I am going to seek it out and watch it. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. It sounds like we see the truth. I mean, he of never he never admits that like I don't like that you're better that you're stronger than me because you right. have magic. Right. It's like, well, I mean, but the whole thing is he wants her to fit in. He's not accepting of who she is as a not person. Not at all. Not he at wants all. her to play a role, and that role is very limited. And at the time, it was more koshers in a society mm-hmm. to do that to mm-hmm. each other to force your wife to play the role of your wife yeah yeah or like and homemaker and uh-huh. mother of your kid and and like they, they should never have had children together yeah like don't bring another witch into this house i know and then be mad when tabitha does you know things. what's gonna happen like come on mm-hmm. she's a little kid mm-hmm. yeah also use this opportunity to try to learn some magic he can't. He's not allowed to. He's just, not allowed. Just figure he's, it out. He's not. He's immortal. You're not allowed to. <sighs> he gets her a watch that is in scratch. So he's trying to do all these like magic gifts for her. Uh-huh. And she's like, I don't like what like I want you to care about me. And then he <laughs> gives her this gift that like he actually like put thought into. And like it's a watch that's inscribed with I love you every second, which is a little. Oh, but it's cute. But it's, it's 1960s cute. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, that is like a cute. And then she's like, oh. And then she cries <laughs> on screen, which is oh, rare wow. for hey. a sitcom. Yeah. What, yeah. what if Don Draper's crying at his desk and Peggy walks in to comfort him <laughs> and gives him a watch that's inscribed that says, I love you every second? He would break that thing. He would and look at it, crumble yeah. it up, put it into his scotch, look her in the eye, and drink <laughs> and it. Or, and then he would be like, "I don't think about you at all." Or he would just <laughs> give it to someone he's casually dating. 
Oh my god! He'd give it to his god. daughter. Like he would forget. Oh, he would give it to his daughter. He'd forget it's in his coat pocket and be like, "Uh, uh let's see. Uh, oh, here's a gift for he you. Would I, give it. I love to you every second, Betty. You think That's he would give sad. it to Betty? No, he wouldn't. Oh. She would find it and think it's for her. This is like love, actually. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I think at this point in the series. Doesn't he just straight? He's don't they straight up Betty. despise each other? Yeah, they at that hate point? each other at yeah. this point. And I think she might even be with what's his name? Henry. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Henry? The other. Uh, the guy with Henry in a pretty quickly. Yeah. The the isn't his name Henry, and then they have a baby named Henry. Yes. Henry's that on Henry's. maybe isn't his baby. I don't think oh, it is. Right. I don't was think it horse, is. Was it the horse jockey's baby? Is that who? Who does she have? A, yeah, she's well, got a horse had, boy, right? She's got a horse boy. Oh yes, the the boy, the horseman. Yeah, where she because she gets into equestrian shit. And well, then, although yeah. maybe that might even that might be earlier. I, I don't think remember. That's earlier. Ugh. Anyway, mm-hmm. Betty can get it. That's the point. Yep. Great Betty, show. Although part, you know what, I think once you get to know her, I don't. I don't think Betty can get it. No, Betty. No, you don't want to be with Betty. No, you well, only want to be with Betty when she's shooting those clay pigeons with. Yes, the, with a cigarette. cigarette. I'd go shoot guns with Betty and chain smoke with her. That sounds yeah. like fun. But you would not want to be her friend. No, she would be such a bitch to you. She would like tell you you straight up look bad. She'd be like, um, I can't imagine being friends with her. No, because she also is not going to like put in any effort. Not at all. So you never see her. Oh uh, yeah. Because when am I going to call Betty to hang out? Never. <laughs> never. Never. She's the worst. Never. You don't want to hang out with her. She'd probably. You know what you do want to hang out in with? The, in the supermarket. She would. Is that why her only friend is a nine-year-old boy? <laughs> oh yeah. What's Glenn. his name? Son. Yeah. Glenn. Yeah. Matt Weiner's son. Matt Weiner's son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Creepy Glenn. Mogi, you got a a bottle ship for us. <laughs> Um, Colin's I do. pointing around, I'm like, What's trying that? to remember who I, hasn't gone yet. I interpreted this different than everyone else. That's cool. So that, that's often <laughs> we'll, me. We'll that's be often the judge me. of Don't worry about cool. that. I mean, um, that, that also means that I interpreted it different than everyone else. Yeah, unless I also vote. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, okay, Kelly so I didn't I interpreted do it similar. I did. <laughs> well, I thought about bottle episodes, but then none of them were like special episodes for ships that I care about, mm-hmm. and that's what the topic of the show is. So I had to bow out of that but then um i started thinking about couples that drink together mm-hmm. that's a really cool interpretation um and, and you're like then, and i didn't do that <laughs> <laughs> and then i was like and then i was thinking about drunk like people with alcohol problems and then that didn't really work for me and Get then sad. i thought about cheers for a while but i thought you guys would call me fraser again and i didn't want to open myself up to that <laughs> so i stepped away from that and then <laughs> All right, Frasier. <laughs> Classic avoidance. I right, totally Frasier? forgot that you guys called her Frasier. I cool. let it be known I never called you Frasier. Yeah, we're still friends. Oh, oh, oh man, heartbreak. Um, but no. So I picked a show that had the characters in a booth drinking alcohol every single episode for eight seasons, pretty much. Huh. Um, and. This ship doesn't sail the way I want it to. And there are some problematic things that happen during this show. But I rewatched key episodes of the ship's arc to make sure I still ship it. And I do. And that ship is Barney and Robin from How I Met Your Mother. Mother. He is a very problematic character. Yeah. So I didn't watch any non-Robin episodes with him. Wait, what do you mean any non-Robin? I mean, in my life, I've seen every episode. Right, right, right. But for this Per, per, to prepare for tonight, I watched episode. I watched Sandcastle in the Sand, which is the first episode mm-hmm. where they hook up. Um, when she's very sad, 
because James Vanderbeek has dumped her again. And then um, I watched kind of more episodes like as their relationship progresses, which is mostly him like kind of pining over her. So it's not necessarily him being a creep tricking people to have sex with him, mm-hmm. which is what he which does is other most times. Of that's a lot party. of his That's a time lot spent. of his times. So I don't think I'm into that, but... <laughs> Wait, you don't good. think you're into what? Into the elaborate lying to strangers yes, to have but what I really like... Bro I think code, etc. And to be honest, I think yeah. it's that I love Robin. I think she's cool. I think she's funny. I think she's herself. I like that she like works on being vulnerable, but it doesn't necessarily always come easy to her. And that... I like I really like the way they deal with um Ted, who is her boyfriend at the beginning of the show, how that relationship arcs and how they just kind of realize that they want different things and they love each other, but they have to move on. Um and so I like that oh, her next big relationship with Barney is he really does know her and accept her for who she is and wants to build a life with her, the kind of life that she wants. And so I'm happy for her that she has a person to do that with. Mm-hmm. I know that in the finale, they let you know that they get divorced. I choose that to not be the future. But well, and also you can ship the- something and not accept that it. Well, I don't want to ship. Yeah, but I don't. The future I want for them is not where he reverts completely to his shittiest right. self, mm-hmm. and well, she yeah. stopped like in the because. And I am a Robin lover, so it. In the finale, she becomes a horrible friend. She cuts off all of her friends and stops taking their phone calls mm. for years. Like, that's canon. And that is that's, not something I dig. That's a very not... painful divorce. I mean... Well, Lily didn't deserve that. You don't... Mm, and then she shows true. up at that party and she's like, we're not really friends anymore. Oh, yeah. That's, that's rough. pretty harsh. That's not a very nice way to treat someone who was so important to you. Mm-hmm. It's kind of not fair that show to so to show us so much time mm-hmm. uh, without like examining it. Because like you spit, you're with, you're in those characters' lives like as they're happening for those you know yes. eight mm-hmm. years of the show, and then it's like here we're glossing over like twenty years mm-hmm. or however long. It is one of my least favorite finales of all time. Yeah, it felt very. It felt almost like a betrayal. Like. Uh, didn't make me feel good, and they finally reveal Ted Mosby. Felt sick. Uh, my no, it's really uh, my upsetting. mucus was uh, you, red and black. My pets left me. <laughs> well, and then you meet the mother, and then they kill her. Yes, Ted Mosby kills her. Poisons her soup. No, yes, she has cancer. No, he poisons her. She has cancer. Do you know that there's an alternate version that got released on DVD of the finale? It's like what? Yeah, they didn't reshoot what? the whole thing, but it's like 15 minutes that you could watch instead of the finale and I watched it and it kind of just fixes everything. The mother lives. I think Barney and Robin still get divorced, but no one really cares. But it ends with and this is how the show sort of fucking ended. It ends with the scene of Ted and the mother, Tracy, if you are a I met your mother head. Ted and Tracy meeting meeting on the platform and having their first like cute little conversation. So the movie, the show ends with, with them with meeting. Howard. Oh, that makes Instead so much of, more like, sense. Ending with him wooing back his old girlfriend with a tr- with a French horn, mm-hmm. unnecessary. It ends with them meeting and you seeing how compatible and charming and how much they get, and how his dorkiness finally has a match and a balance. Like all of it makes sense. Like they're both pretentious. They're like it's perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I switched ships, but 
<laughs> it's it's hard because the name of the show is How I yes. Met Your Mother. And then at the end, he meets mother. If you watch this one version, it's on YouTube. Okay. Um, but yeah, Barney and Robin, they drink a lot. Yeah, that's a good friends. bottle ship. Uh, Colin, did you have any questions from from our listeners? Yes, our fans have uh, sent us more questions. Uh, and if you listeners at home would like to send us questions to have read on the show, you can tweet at us. Our Twitter handle is at Shippledips. That's Shipple like nipple and dips like nips. You can find us on Instagram or you can email us at shippledipshow at gmail.com. Um, and May Morowski says, Shippledips, what happens when you ship your own D&D character with another character in the party? completely in character okay well there was actually a really interesting uh uh tweet thread about this Ah. about how um you should if if you are like i want my character to like hook up with someone else's character at the table don't be coy about it out of character out of game tell the fucking gm and tell the person that you're to see if they're actually willing for their character to hook up with your character because then you can orchestrate like a high, higher highs and lower lows for your characters. Interesting. So if you're like, dang, I want my character to hook up with that character, talk to the other player and be like, dude, like it would no. be really cool if like either Mike, like they, they eventually get together. We can like, and then you can kind of talk about how do you want that to unfold or you can write fanfic. Yeah, I think that's because when when you are actually like shipping your character with your friend's character and you want that ship to play out in the game, mm-hmm. you are sort of doing like actually doing something intimate with your friend. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, not physically. Yeah, intimate, I think you should take a second. Yeah. And examine your feelings, mm-hmm. the situation, because there's also like, don't try. Don't make shit weird, bro. Well. Yeah, I don't think you should like be. Well, if you're secretly in love with your friend, do not propose yeah. to them. Yeah. What What if our characters fell in love? Right, right, right. Because right. that is because one, your friend probably knows you're in love with them. They probably do. They yeah, would be they dating all, you. They always they, know. They always know. They know. They here's, know. Here's what you want to do: if you do have feelings for someone in your campaign, IRL, romance the person sitting directly to their left no! in game, because then they can see how charming your character what? can be. You, no, are but, but you gotta clear it with that safe. person too. No, no you you romance the characters. Yes, you can I, do that with the GM okay, out of I, okay, game no, if that's you how you want to do it. Romance the characters, but it's not gonna. I don't think that's a good stratagem for getting a person who you know in real life to love you back. No, because then here here they are. So my character is the way we're sitting right now. Yes. My character is romancing Kelly's character, mm-hmm. and Patrick gets to watch how romantic I, my character can be. But and Patrick, be like, oh, he's not romancing my character, but he's very good at romance. Okay, but Patrick, art we just established that if you were secretly in love with Patrick, he would know. So now he's now he's awkward because he knows. You like him, and you're making a big fucking show about romancing Kelly's character. And also, it's and really ma- weird that every time you we're RPing, you just keep looking at Patrick. <laughs> you just keep looking at him. You well, say something sweet, it. and then you your eyes go to Patrick. I can't help it. That's what I'm saying. That's also, why that- I think almost be asexual in your game if you're in love with one of the other players. Okay. Because yeah. you're going to make it awkward for the rest of us. So, okay, yeah. If you're doing it for a purely storytelling or like whatever... Yes fine mm-hmm. like i feel like if we were playing it would be fine 
Well, yeah, we would. We would be ship. We would all be all our characters yeah. be shipping yeah. each other. Yeah, if four of us had a campaign, it would be an orgy. If your question really is, are you shipping your character with someone else's yes. character? If you are like, I am madly in love with this person, don't just do don't. this. Don't do this. Like this is not the way. Like just maybe, maybe tell that person how you feel. Mm-hmm. They probably in the know. middle of a campaign. No, not no, 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 no. Okay, yeah, okay. Just, just not with dice in front of you. Ooh. Yeah. Wait, what happened? So when the dice, you when... would have to roll to find out. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. They're gonna be like, okay. Uh, they're like, mm, my armor class is really high. <laughs> so when oh, you're... around your heart, uh, yeah. Oh. When Natch your 20. dice is safely back in its velvet pouch, yeah. Just ask him out. Yeah. yeah. You say you want to get a drink after a- this. As you're packing up, mm-hmm. you're packing up, and you're like, hey, um. Oh shit! Okay, what if you say? Does anyone want to ha- grab a drink after this? And they're like, "Oh, you know what? I got to run." And then other people are like, "Yeah, let's do it." And you're like, "Fuck." Yeah, the proposed. No, then group you hang. ask those people. What? What about this person? I'm I like? really, really like Patrick. You guys, I know I've been romancing Kelly's character this whole time. Oh my God, I think the game's over. Yeah, I think maybe I like call it. I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't want to be party to this. <laughs> yeah, it it gets like too awkward for everybody. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, okay. Well, what? Okay. What if you actually fall in love with your friend's character? I'm what? taking I'm taking your cool. I'm taking your right, character okay. out of I yeah. think honestly then you definitely cannot ship your character with them. Right. Cuz it's too real. That's too much. So what you have to do is you have to write fan Yeah, right. Yeah, you got to honestly you got to fanfic this one out. The nice thing about it being a and d game, you could write fanfic and sell it as a novel. Yeah, because no oh, one else knows all, what's going yeah. on. You'd have to tell your friends. Let's just say it's not a streamed game. Like, no oh, one else right. is it, d- it doesn't this. exist as content. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just right. a thing that you're doing with your friends, and then you just create this wonderful fantasy romance. Okay, so maybe, you know what? Maybe it's not even fanfic. Maybe it's just daydreams. Okay, so you just, okay, set aside three to five hours a day. I mean, for I spend that much time right. to, 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 to daydream work. with <laughs> dice while masturbating. <laughs> oh, be oh careful. My God. Oh, my it God. Actually... That is so weird. I'm just picturing, like, what you would roll for. Oh, my God. Oh, what are yeah, your modifiers? You roll for, like, tempo and um, <laughs> grip strength. You mix <laughs> in one of those, uh, like, sexy dice. <laughs> The other one's like my butt. <laughs> Eighteen and butt. Okay, nice. oh, here we go. Wow. Strong. You guys, two, two relationships. relationships. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.